Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Yeah, But the Pool's Heated with Heather and Tim. What's up? <laughs> so weird day today. Yeah. Um, I think we're just going to be pretty blunt right off the top of this episode, right? Mm. If you um, harbor any sort of ill will against people that celebrate deaths of other people, then I would say don't listen to this episode. I mean, in all fairness, he's like an evil, terrible human being, so it's one that you should be celebrating that he's yeah. done. I, I mean... Anybody that has any sort of a conscious or soul or anything. Heart. Yeah. They do not feel bad that Rush Limbaugh died. No. They just don't. I And, you know, some people will be like, you know, it's not nice to say because that person has a family, right? That person's family is so lucky that that guy's dead because the things that he probably just instilled into that family, just the hatred and bigotry and just awfulness that he praised be into everyone around him. Yeah, and anybody who was in his family or close to him that's like, yeah, that's my guy. Yeah. They suck too. <laughs> it's there's I can I can think of zero uh redeeming qualities of Rush Limbaugh. Not only that, but he fucked up the Medal of Freedom. Yeah, well we're gonna tell you about, you know, a lot of the things that he has said, which is not that you this is stuff that you can look up yourself if yeah. you this, feel like it's that that can't be yeah, right. We're piling on a dead guy. Right. It's not happening. You can look it up and and then when you realize that this man was given the presidential medal of of freedom. Freedom. Yeah. Then it's uh, now like let's just sort of talk um just off the top about how this piece of shit died. Okay. Right. This piece of shit died from lung cancer. I've never felt bad for cancer more in my life. Than having to be involved. Yeah. Yeah, like, knowing that that was inside of him, the cancer was probably like, ew. Oh, I was so, so mad at it. Like, it's so the black dirty. sheep of the cancer family. <laughs> yeah, like, ew, you're inside Rush Limbaugh. Yeah, they drew, that cancer drew the short straw. Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so, for anybody that's like, oh, man, how could you ever make light of someone dying of lung cancer? Well, I hate lung cancer. I hate cancer in general, right? right? It's awful. However, Rush Limbaugh made a living on his radio show trying to debunk all of the health concerns and health safety risks that smoking causes. All the regulations that were put out by doctors as warnings to to, to let people know that like what could happen if you continue with this habit. He went on his own tirade of a campaign to try to convince his listeners that cigarettes and nicotine are not addictive. Mm. Yeah. So that was that was a whole thing that he had going where he was you know who I mean he was probably being paid by cigarette companies to do it. Right. right? But that doesn't change any. That doesn't even change. And I am not afraid to say that it's fucking hilarious that that's what got him. Like that old like camel that they used to use and all that. Yeah, ads Joe Camel. It's like outside of his recording booth, like ready to thump him in the head if <laughs> <Right, yeah. laughs> he's not being like you know. It's got his dog held hostage outside the recording room. <laughs> right. Yeah. Gonna eat his dog. No, I just I think Rush Limbo is legitimately just a bad person. And, and this is a, one of those situations where you could kind of take some sort of sense of satisfaction and knowing a really bad thing happened to a really bad person. And you know what? With the things that he said about lung cancer um, or, you know, the, the addictive qualities of nicotine, 
that's not even remotely close to some of the bad, horrible things that he has said. Oh, no. It's mostly just irresponsible. Right. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. When, you, when you're part of the media, you have responsibility to inform your listeners with things that are truth, you know, truthful. But he's, no, well, because that's different. Because he's not, he's not part of, like, the news media. He was just, just an opinion guy. Right? Well, it was like a radio show. He was a, yeah, it was yeah. a radio. He was a radio host. Right. Um, he was one of the, really, the first real am talk radio guys that, that hit it big like that yeah and he he changed a lot of the just the environment and just really the industry of talks political talk radio right uh, for the worse you know oh, absolutely. the fact that that guy was so widely listened to is scary because of how horrible he was right um so yeah so it's the the fact that lung cancer is is really what did him in you cannot find a better case of just karma in general yeah the irony of it the irony of it yeah okay so just to give you a little bit of an example of why we're just not we don't feel bad at all no. that this person no. died and then we don't like he 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 really dug his own grave right in the things that he said and just how much of a bastard he really was uh, about so many different topics, a callous, just a callous fucking human. Right. So he had mocked the death of Eric Gardner, Michael J. Fox's Parkinson disease. Do you which... remember that what he said about him? Where basically he was just he was on his show going like, oh, he's, oh, he's taking all medicine. this stuff, and he he basically said he either didn't take his meds that morning or he was acting. Yeah, yeah, that's terrible. He's a piece of shit. It's terrible. Like just seeing it, it's it's hard to watch any interviews with Michael J. Fox in it because you can just see how oh. much he struggles with. He just doesn't. Even, he's not even the same person. That no, he used not to even be. close. Um, he also mocked Ruth Bader Ginsburg's cancer diagnosis. Um, when Kurt Cobain died, he mocked that. Anybody who has ever died from AIDS, every single feminist that exists. <laughs> civil rights activist so if you want equal rights he basically thinks you're an idiot um and oh and native americans yeah oh he hates native americans but oh uh, yeah that was the thing too with the with the with the people with aids because he hates homosexuals and he oh he's a huge homophobe yeah. yeah and that's like one of those really weird things where um where i gotta dive into the story because i don't i wasn't able to to look it up but um but he was apparently friends with elton john yeah that's only because Elton John. There's yeah, a difference between being like a gay person and then a gay person who's like very wealthy. He's very uh, then, a then celebrity. It's, then it's completely yeah, different. Probably. But, but he compared gay marriage to pedophiles, yes. like pedophilia. Yep. Oh, yeah. Again, horrible person. That, that was the thing terrible. you did. And this is, I've got to look this up because I've seen multiple places today, but I've never heard the segment. So I don't want to say it's 100% true. But I also 100% believe it's something that he would do. Or apparently for like a two-week stint on one of his shows, and this was a while ago, uh, he he had like a celebratory like kind of music, like horns and drums playing in the background where he would uh, read off the names of people that have died of AIDS. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. this guy was a prize. And some of the stuff that, that I was looking up today, like just after the announcement that he had passed away and just seeing all these people like highlighting of the awful like nobody lost anything today like this was a, no this is a terrible person yeah and i even looked up to see if he maybe like 
went back on something saying like, oh, that was wrong of me. Right. Nothing. No, nothing. No, he doesn't. He did not no, give. He's a non. He's an unremorseful, hateful son of a bitch. Right. That's really and all. And the he world is. is really a better place with him. Gone. The world's a much better place. I mean, did you see how sunny out out it was, it was today? Beautiful it was beautiful today. out today. For yeah. being February. Yeah. I mean, wasn't that bad? It wasn't that bad. Yeah. No, it was like uh, the air was lighter. The air was lighter. Yeah, there was a lot less stress held yeah. down on the world. Right. It felt like, like it's just like really good things happened today. It was beautiful out. You know, it was yeah. nice. Trump's casino in Atlantic City got ex- got ex- uh, got blown up, and Rush Limbaugh died. Right. Oh, I saw a video of that. Yeah. The like demolition or whatever. Right. That was great. It was good. Good. <laughs> good things all around. Right. All right. So um, I understand, or we understand that we're. I mean, maybe sounding like we're coming off harsh. Harsh. You know, like we should maybe give this guy a break. Mm. Uh, I'm gonna. Prove to everybody why that's not the case, and he's just a dead piece of awful shit. Yeah. All right. So here we go. Other things that Rush Limbaugh has said: the NFL often too look too uh, often. Whoa. The NFL too often looks like a game between Bloods and Crips without any weapons. There, I said it. I think it's time to get rid of the whole National Basketball Association. Call it the TBA, the Thug Basketball Association, uh, and stop calling them teams. Call them gangs. No, why do you think he says that? I don't know. It's got to be just uh, the rules and the physicality it has nothing to do with the color of the skin of these people. No. 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 Have you ever noticed how all composite pictures of wanted criminals re- resemble Jesse Jackson? <laughs> the N- the NAACP should have riot rehearsal. They should get a liquor store and practice robberies. Everything in Africa is called AIDS. The reason is they get aid money for it. AIDS is the biggest pile, the biggest pot that they throw money into. Responding to a caller who said black people should have a greater voice on issues, he said, they are 12% of the population. Who the hell cares? <laughs> if, if, if any race of people should not have guilt about slavery, it's Caucasians. The white race has probably had fewer slaves for a brief period of time than any other in the history of the world. And yet, white guilt is still one of the dominating factors in American politics. It's exploited, it's played upon, it's promoted, it's used, and it's unnecessary. So, so like, his whole point in that quote is not saying, um, it's two totally different things. He's saying, like, oh, yeah, we totally had slaves, but, like, not as many as other countries, and not for nearly as long, right? right? So it's not, shouldn't be, like, a problem here. Yeah. And it's... What? It's a whole fuck your feelings it, yeah, that's, approach to it. Yeah, it's like a, that's a whole era in our country that's completely disgusting. He's like, we should not feel bad about that because it helped happen elsewhere. Like, People it, are still being murdered and killed <laughs> for their race and the color of their skin. And he's yeah. like, eh. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. All right, so to continue. <laughs> we well, can, wait, we can't, there's more. Oh, there's more. We can't get bogged down on too many race quotes. We get to get into other some stuff, other stuff too. Feminism was established to oh, allow <laughs> feminism was established to allow unattractive women access to ma- the mainstream of society. Women should not be allowed on juries where their accused is a stud. <laughs> women still live longer than men because their lives are easier. I'm a huge supporter of women. Uh, what I'm not is a supporter of liberalism. Feminism is what I suppose, and feminism has led women astray. I love women. I don't know where all this got started. I love the women movement, especially when walking behind it. Yeah. <laughs> when a gay person turns his back on you, it is anything but an insult. It's an invitation. 
Now this is um this is what uh, he said. This was in reference to Beyonce. Okay. Now he was um, talking about Beyonce's time when she was in Destiny's Child. Okay. Right. And basically how they uh, they talked about going for um, being an equal partner in a marriage or being something like that, like not being like a lesser of a person. Right. So his thing was, well, she married a rich guy now, so get, she understands it now. It's worth it to bow down. <laughs> like Beyonce probably, not that it matters, but probably has like more money, if not as equal to the amount of money as Jay-Z. So, I absolutely. Yeah. So I'm, Beyonce the, is, is not a she's not a slouch. It's that insecure male ego that some of these old farts still have where it's like if your female counterpart or like your partner or whatever makes more money than you, then it makes you less of a man. Something like that, yeah. I guess. It's ridiculous. Oh, it's all it's horrible. Um so Sandra Fluke was a Georgetown law student. And at one point, she testified before Congress on the importance of health insurance covering birth control. Okay. What does it say about the college co-ed Susan Flute, who goes before a congressional committee and essentially says that she must be paid to have sex? What does that make her? It makes her a slut, right? It makes her a prostitute. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Um, so, yeah, he basically sucks. All the way around. He's a terrible person. So this is just like a, one of those things, like a PSA before you put like a bunch of like thoughts and prayers and RIPs on Facebook. Yep. Like just so you know what kind of person he was yeah. while he was here. And not even, it's not like this was like his, the yesteryear. This was like. Oh, this, this is through, is, his, this entire is through his entire career. Right, right up until he died. Yeah, and I've, I've had a long, um, you know, just standing thing in my life where if you liked Rush Limbaugh at all, then we were just not going to get along. Yeah. And, and it wasn't worth my time to even to even try. Because if you were the kind of person that could listen to Rush Limbaugh and not just get violently angry. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I just got, like, those, like, grossed out heebie-jeebie goosebumps. Yeah. Just thinking about that. Horrible person. Yeah, I'd, I'd be like, how is this How is this a real person who's allowed to have any kind of platform to speak on? And the scary part is he was super popular. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, millions of listeners. Trump, Trump voters. A lot of Trump voters, yeah. Mm. I still can't believe... It wasn't... Am I wrong in thinking that it was Medal of Freedom that uh, Belichick turned down right. just yes. before Trump went out of office? I think so. I'm really happy as a Patriots fan, though, that he did turn that down. That was a that was like a hold our breath moment for a second. <laughs> really? Remember how tense that was? That was really tense. And then that whole like, oh, he turned it down. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was. I mean, again, there was there were some tense moments in that because because you understand how Belichick feels about just the country and uh, it is you know his respect for. For the country in general, what a lot of things stand for, and obviously, like military service, yeah, it, right. But, but he had like his like him being from like a military family. Right. He has like you know he's done 
dove like way into politics and that's well, sort of hasn't thing. hasn't Belichick done a lot of work like or like um something about like the Armenian people like what's been going on with them and how it's it's been like kind of like a genocide that's been happening oh he did make a comment about that at right? some point didn't he's he? learned a lot about it and too with all the the Black Lives Matter protests yep. and talking to his teammates and um they put put aside I forget how many millions of dollars it was but let their players their pick which like organizations they wanted to them like the team and organization to donate money to and they were donating like large sums of money so they had a really good I I felt good about how they were trying to yeah make things better and let their players know that they you know understood and were being thoughtful yeah so I mean I'm just one yeah super happy that Belichick didn't accept that mm. but also that the the medal of freedom is i mean you might as well just throw that in the trash now it's right. it's worthless now that Rush Limbaugh now Had oh it, it was he tainted it he well he tainted it you know who it was also given to I believe at the same time who? Jim Jordan and uh, I think it was Devin Nunez oh gross yeah yeah i hope i hope um rush gets like cremated cuz like i feel bad for the soil yeah that would be like around him. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he should just get thrown to alligators and shit like that. That's literally all. It, it should be like on public television. <laughs> just fed to the alligators. Absolutely, like one of like the uh, the end scene of uh, one of those Indiana Jones movies. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Right. Yeah, not enough bad things could happen to that guy. No. No. Um. So, but okay, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so basically, we're gonna move on to what's going on in Texas right now. Because I know we we've talked about this a lot over the last at least two of our. I think this yeah. might be the third episode we've touched on this. Yeah. But what is happening there is it's, <laughs> it's chaos. It's absolute chaos. Yeah. Um, and there's no there's no leadership from the top. You got that governor Governor Abbott who's just. Basically blaming every single person. Like he went on television and blamed AOC for things happening in Texas, which is bonkers. That's insane. Yeah, it's just like this is AOC's Green New Deal. This is how it's going to hurt Americans. And it's like, dude, I don't even understand. Like the amount of mental gymnastics you have to do to even be able to trick yourself into saying that is crazy. And it's so dangerous too because there are people. Who will watch the news but not do any kind of follow up? Like, hmm, is mm. that right? Yep. Kind of stuff, and the, they just run with that. So, and so another thing that I that I was reading about today uh, was, and at last night I said, I I like I understand what's sort of happening in Texas. I don't think there's really a lot of people to blame for it. I think they just need to like deal with the problem. Right. I was wrong. Mm. So apparently, ten years ago in two uh, two thousand eleven. There was an entire commission done uh, that in that inspected like everything going on in the energy industry in Texas. And the <laughs> this whole thing, the report that came out from this commission basically said things are changing in the environment. So things are going to be changing in that direction. So you need to start treating your energy facilities to for to be ready for different kinds of weather. Yeah. And they didn't. Right. They just said no. And I was thinking, like, oh, well, why would you do that in Texas? It's hot air. Apparently, people much smarter. They've been than, warned. Yeah, people much smarter than me 
who inspected all those things were like, no, you're going to need to do this shit because some, some like, things are going to go sideways. Right. And they had 10 years to do it, and they never did, and this is the kind of shit that's going on. Yeah. You know, and it's it's still so crazy that they tried to blame, like, wind farms on all this. Like, it's it's such a fraction of even... And so, so the wind farms aren't even what really failed. Apparently, it was freezing pipes from natural gas. Yeah. That was the majority of the issues of people having the power outages. Right, but they just they put they try to point the direction of blame on the wind farms because it's this you know natural more, you know, whatever. It fits the narrative just trying to get Yeah, it, I mean again, this. it's they're just the, the whole thing about that they hate about clean energy is they you know, and again, these uh Texas Republicans where you have Ted Cruz uh, Corin, and then you have Abbott, right? Mm-hmm. All these guys, what they're basically doing is going on television and appeasing their donors and yeah. saying that they're big oil donors and saying, well, this isn't big oil's fault. This is clean energy's fault. Yeah. You know? Well, there's this lady talking um, today. I saw her, you know, talking about it. She's like, there's so many people who think that that it, it's not just a, she's like, I live in, a, I live in Ohio. There are wind turbines here. It, it is very simple to get something to put on it that's like a like a warming kind of element to keep you could spray it right to yeah to get to protect it from these harsh elements yeah. um and it's they were just like yeah apparently it's not that expensive yeah well that was the thing that they were showing there was that picture that they were showing of the this helicopter that was <laughs> that was de-icing a turbine right you know so they published this picture and they were saying oh this is what you get wind turbines aren't working you have to de-ice them powers might be going on and then it was found out that that was a picture taken from 2014 in sweden yeah yeah it's just the amount of just dishonesty and disinformation that comes out of these people is bonkers well the texans the texas citizens too are really catching on yeah they're very frustrated and upset they're going on over 40 hours of no power and they notice that these you know, big companies and the wealthy neighborhoods, they like they have had no issues right. um with being able to, you know, yep. quickly any anything that was wrong, somebody quickly like came out there to help them. And there's people who's like because they just don't know. These these people have no idea how to prepare their houses. Right. Their pipes have been frozen. I saw a video of a lady who had like their houses. Some of the, these things look like from the movie like the day after tomorrow where the ice the crystallized ice was like inside the windows what? of their houses. I get. I'll show you some of this later. Jesus Christ! It was absolutely nuts. Like ceilings collapsed from pipes, like bursting from the cold. Yep. Uh, horrible. So not only do they have, um, they're they're no power. They're cold. They don't know how to, to open the flues in their, in their, yeah. their, their chimney to yep. to use the things. You know. Um. Now they have like this gaping hole in their ceiling and like water just right, like you know, that's horrible, it's terrible. But I mean, you can understand that coming from residential homes where they don't have they, they, they don't have they were when they were made years and years ago, they weren't made for to be winterized. Well, I know how much you hate the movie Titanic. <laughs> I never said I hate the movie I know, Titanic, I'm just, I'm just kidding, but well, just the end, how sad it is. Oh, well, it's not out. sad, it's stupid. It's- Okay. That lady's such a bitch. Case in point. There was so much room on that <laughs> there door. There was so much room. Uh, I was white, white women. What are you going to do? <laughs> the worst. So there's a scene at the end of the movie where, you know, these 
she's trying to come and rescue will hopefully find any survivors left in the water and she's like this boat and they got this huge like flashlight like the floodlights be like is anybody out there but it's just quiet and everything is pitch black these kids on tiktok like teenagers recreated that video like in a truck this neighborhood, it's like pitch black, and they've got these like huge really? floodlights on the top of the truck, and they're just yelling like, "Hello, is anybody out there?" Like going through this neighborhood, <laughs> it looks apocalyptic. No like street lights, house lights, and nothing. Everything is just pitch black. Wow. At least some people are having fun with it. You know. I mean, like, what else are you gonna do? Absolutely. You know, I mean, you're really delicious. A shitty hand where your government has decided to not take care of you at all. Yeah, people are staying, like, going in their cars, mm -hmm. turning them on to get relief from the cold. Just to sit and, like, you know, in front of your, like, your car blasting heat on you. Oh, yeah, that's what a lot of people have said that, that they did. Was actually just went and sat in their car. Right. You know, and they, they just had to, you know... Uh, they had to send their car, and that's charge how people their phones charge their phones. Yeah. You can sleep in there because you can turn the heat on. Yeah. All right. So while we're on the on, on the topic of Texas, we cannot, we refuse to, absolutely will not at any cost get off of this episode without talking about Mayor Tim Boyd. Oh, he's such a dick. <laughs> this guy. What a, was like the most asshole? How did you even get this job in the first place? If you hate people you so hate much, people like so, public service, like helping people. It's amazing. Yeah. It's. A, I mean, it's a really fun story. Sort of. <laughs> you know. It had a happy ending. So this guy is uh, somehow mayor of a place in Texas called Colorado City, okay. which only has like 4,000 people in it. So I don't understand why it's not just town and you have a select board. Like, yeah. uh, why do you have a mayor for 4,000? It doesn't make any sense. No. Okay. Regardless. Anyway. So this is just this is just a uh, his Facebook uh, that you sent me earlier. It's right. his Facebook post from Tim Boyd. Well, now resigned mayor. Of, former mayor. Of, former mayor. Of Colorado. You'll never understand why he resigned. Let's <laughs> I, I read this. So this is his Facebook post today. Or maybe yesterday. Uh, let me hurt some feelings while I have a minute. No one owes you or your family anything, nor is your local government responsible to support you during trying times like this. Which is not true. <laughs> <laughs> Sink or swim, it's your choice. The city and council, along with power providers... Uh, or any other service owe you nothing. I'm sick and tired of people looking for a damn handout. If you don't have electricity, you step up and come up with your own game plan to keep your family warm and safe. If you have no water, you deal with it and think outside the box to survive and supply water for your family. If you're outside at home in the cold because you have no power and are sitting there waiting for someone to come rescue you because you are lazy and a direct result... And because you're lazy is a direct direct result of your raising. Only the strong will survive and the weak will perish. Folks, God has given us the tools to support ourselves in times like this. This is sadly a product of a socialist government where they, uh, where they feed people to believe that the few will work and the others will become dependent for handouts. I am sorry that you have been dealing without electricity and water. Yes. But I'll be damned if I'm going to provide for anyone that is capable of doing it themselves. We have lost sight of those in need and those that take advantage of the system and meshed them into one group. Bottom line, quit crying and looking for a handout. Get off your ass and take care of your own family. Bottom line, don't be a part of the problem. Be a part of the solution. 
Okay, so do you know what that makes me think of? You know from the movie Shrek, like Lord Farquaad, when he's up on the balcony and he's like, some of you may die, but that is a <laughs> sacrifice I'm willing to make. <laughs> you know, that's all I heard. I just oh, picture him, you know. Oh and again, this guy... It's such like an asinine, ridiculous, albeit hilarious pose because it's almost like he's got this whole thing going like, now everybody attended and we got the numbers, we got the names, the, the signing sheets at the the mandatory city, how to make electricity classes, <laughs> how to heat your water classes. Everybody was there. We know Mrs. Johnson. We saw you. Don't, 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 don't make it seem like you weren't there. Yeah. You know how to make electricity. It's like we gave complimentary rocks out there. If you hit them together enough times, it'll spark a fire. No, we're not gonna. We're not gonna supply you with the sticks and the kindling. That's on you. Get off your ass. Go find a rock in the backyard. There's lots <laughs> of them. Uh, like it, he made it sound like, like they had done something in preparation for this. Like they had their own like town wide like survivor game. Yeah. And so everybody should be totally prepared for this. Or like, yeah, that none of the like all, all of these people have spent their entire lives living in a civilized, you yeah. know, normal society, and they're like, "What are you talking about? You can't just like rough it." Yeah. In the freezing cold temperatures. If anybody knows Heather and I, even in the smallest, most remote way possible, mm. you understand that we would be totally fucked trying to make a fire without <laughs> fire starters. Yeah, exactly. We are. We're totally, we're incompetent. No, to the point where we've upset people joking around thinking that, like, forest fires aren't real because we don't, like, the accidental ones. Like, how does that just, are we do it on purpose yeah, and can't? I can't, yeah, I can't make a fire on purpose with dry wood yeah. and lighters. Right. <laughs> and, like, so much paper, like, newspaper. So much cardboard. So much cardboard. Right. I forget who I was talking to that just didn't get the reference that I was, like, kind of making a joke. I was like, wow. Oh, <laughs> Right, like, they're, they're, like, so, they're getting like super yeah, funny. Like, oh no, forest fires are real. <laughs> like, my, right. my house burned up twice in California. Oh, all right, nerd, get out of here. <laughs> you and your facts. I'm just happy he wasn't gonna. Like, oh, what was that guy's name? I can't. Was it Ned? I think so. Something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, that guy was weird. All right. So anyway, but Texas <laughs> is now expecting another. Like different parts of Texas are expecting anywhere between an additional additional one fourth inch of ice to an inch of ice. Which is like, which doesn't sound. No, if you have, if you people that listen to this that live in the Northeast, they know. Even uh, if you were to get a quarter inch of ice, that shit is terrifying. Right, and I mean, just I mean the the what we had like we ended up. It was a. It was a, by the afternoon. It was it nothing. Was fine, but there's still slick spots in my yeah. driveway, and I almost. You almost we were wobbled out of it. <laughs> well, the other day when we were coming back to the house, and I looked like Marv from um, or is it Marv or Harry? Marv. Marv from, um, yeah, where he was, like, slipping on the paint, and he was just in the basement, like, doing yeah. all this. <laughs> yeah, it was terrifying to watch, because I thought you were going to eat it hard. And so, but there was barely any ice in my driveway. I just so happened to find the one <laughs> slick spot. Yeah, you gravitate to those sorts of situations. So, the, so these places that still don't have treated roads, you know, yep. and, yeah, they're just, I'm, I'm really concerned for, this is, yeah, it's bad. They need a lot of help, and they need it now. Yeah, yeah, Texas is in for another real, real tough weekend. Right. Um, so hopefully um, all those people that are out there, they stay safe. They've, you know, hopefully they've taken um, Mayor Boyd's, you know, uh, uh, directives and figured out how to make fire. Yeah. They, they figured out how to make a water heater 
he water? <laughs> just from nothing? Or maybe that giant Amazon, like, factory or whatever, like, warehouse that they have down there. Can maybe, like, people can uh, order, get some um, generators and stuff sure. online. And, but, I mean, some of these houses are so destroyed. I'll show you videos later. Yeah. Where it's like, even if, what's the point? Then, right. you know, they're they're all tarped up and it's, you know, sure. it's just awful. And you know, maybe, maybe just maybe, maybe a fucking church could let some people in, right. stay in for a little bit. Right, know? yeah, they're like, ew, poor people. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not poor, so I'm the, just cold. You know, Joel Osteen's down there like, fuck, yes. this again. That was, right, <laughs> when was that? Was that Hurricane, like, Harvey or something? Well, whatever that one was, and I think it's 2015. Yeah, it right, where, that long ago. Yeah, where he was so pissed, and he got all that bad press, and he wouldn't let people, his lives and homes have been destroyed, he wouldn't let them come stay at their, uh, at his, at his big-ass church. It's such a Christian. He's such a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. He's like he the should. Worst hopefully, he's the next Christian. to go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he won't even see it coming. <laughs> so he's got his eyes closed. Because he's got his eyes closed. <laughs> what an asshole. <laughs> but all right, guys. Well, uh, that's it for for tonight. We spent like the first half of the episode dunking on Rush Limbaugh, which I feel good about. Oh, I feel great about it. And honestly, it might that first sixty minutes might sound hateful to some people, but those people that think that's hateful. They're the problem. Right. Yeah. Because, yep. again, just one last time for, for you know, for old types sake, fuck Rush Limbaugh. Fuck him. <laughs> so happy he's gone. Have a good night. Good night, everybody. Have a great Thursday. <laughs>